Abed and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi folks, Old Man Grognard here. Happy Saturday. Hope you're all doing well. Got a lot of people at GaryCon this time of year, so I'm seeing pictures and other things. And happy people, happy faces at games, happy fa- faces at tables, happy faces behind DM screens, etc., etc., etc. And I decided that this is more of a pep talk than anything else. I do a lot of advice for game masters on here, and I hardly ever talk to the players. But I'm going to talk to the players right now, and it's going to have to do with game mastering. You, with the dice and the character sheet over there, pay attention. You will game master. There's no two ways about it. I thought I would never be a game master. I was wrong. My grandson thought he would never be a game master. He was wrong. And let me tell you, if you stay in this hobby and you play long enough, you will become a game master. It's inevitable. It really is. When I was playing, I never thought I wanted to be a game master. I can't think up stuff. I can't do all that work. It looks too. It looks too confusing. Oh man, I don't understand. Where do you start? I'm. I'm. See, I'm the kind of a person that's always looking for a mentor and somebody to point me in a direction. Well, I kind of had to point myself in a direction this time because I watched these things and I started getting ideas and the kind of games I want to play. There's several reasons why you become a game master. One, it's fun. Two, you have stories in your head you want to tell. And another one is nobody's playing the games you want to play. I mean, it's not like you don't have games to play. Everybody plays D&D and stuff, and they usually like it. But I started because there were things like Gangbusters and Gamma World, Mutant Future, other games like that that nobody was running. So, you know, it it comes down to if you want to do something right, you got to do it yourself. So that's how a lot of people become game masters. I mean, you know, in the early days, it was like you get together with four or five friends and they go, okay. Who's going to be the game master? And either somebody volunteers or somebody points to somebody and go, you, you're the game master. That's how it works sometimes. So here's a few things I wanted to impart to you about that. Number one, pay attention. And I mean pay attention during the game. Watch how the game master is running it. Watch how he handles things like pace, enemies, and counters. Even the role-playing. You can learn a lot by just watching the game master. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't be involved in the game, but you should also kind of pay attention to what, how, he's, how he's structuring things. How he's, you know, doing things. Even if he's using a module... That each game master has his own way of doing it. So pay attention. Find find a game master whose style you like. Or maybe somebody who has a style but does a couple of tweaks. You do a couple of tweaks for your own taste or something like that. 
Also, read the book. Read the rule book. See how things are done. Now, if you have a group, if it's also a situation where you have a long-standing group and you like playing D&D, you got ideas, and you stand up and go, hey, guys, I want to run one because I got an idea. I've never run button before. Any good group will help you with that. They will, they will help you get through that because everybody wants people to be a game master. And if they're going to help being, you become a game master, they will do it. I'm saying most groups are like that. I don't know of any other groups that don't do that. But anyway, I'm sure there's horror stories out there or something like that. Number two, use modules. Don't try and reinvent the wheel right off the bat. If you have a something, something burning in your gut, a story you want to tell, okay, fine, you can write it. Maybe there's a module there that's kind of like that that maybe you can modify. Or just run a module straight for one or two sessions. Grab Keep on the Borderlands or Famine and Fargo or whatever and just run it. See how it's done. Those early, early basic D&D modules, they have good advice in there, especially ones like, like I said, the Lost That, the Lost City where people like Gary and others explain what you're doing because they're going from the perspective of a first-time game master. They will walk you through it. Play solo games. Play uh, some solos. And if you can do that, that's great. But like I said, run a module. Run a module. No, There's no shame in it. And after a while, like I ran, when I started Astonishing Servicemen, I ran three modules back-to-back. And I got tired of it, and now I'm doing my own thing. I'm doing my own story because I feel comfortable enough with the system now to do that. I have a thing about being module-bound. I do not want to be module-bound. I just feel that I just don't feel like I'm doing the, the game justice, and I just feel sometimes restricted on what I can do. So I'm doing my own. But starting with modules, absolutely. Also, keep it loose. You know my mantra about keeping a framework instead of a story, that's what you got to do. If you're going to write your own stuff, keep it loose. Uh, Sandboxes are great for that. There's a lot of sandbox modules out there where they just let you wander and such like that. So look at that and see, see, the thing is about sandboxes and keeping it loose is you got to look for the plot hooks. That's where the plots start coming in. You can't spend a whole campaign just wandering around and fighting stuff. Oh, well, I guess you can, but I found that rather boring. I did that for my first three years in, in Gamma World when the first three years and I played role-playing games. Almost left the hobby because of that, but I digress. Keep it loose and simple. Look for sandbox stuff in the module or whatever you're writing. And number four, find what works. When you're running the game... Find what works, whether it's module. There may be something in a module that you like that you want to keep or a ruling or a way of doing monsters or things like that. Find what works and incorporate that into your style. Every game master has its own style. They have its own feeling about a game. So that's what you want to do. Find what works and use it. Just add it to your arsenal. There's nothing wrong keeping a GM book about things like house rules. Maybe you change some stuff in the game. Or things you do, things you want to do. Someday I'm going to write mine down. Who knows? I just do, but mine are all in my head. I just I just know how to write out monsters and encounters and 
uh, just do I do bullet point block bullet point plot hook bullet point the uh, plot frameworks things like that those are the things that work for me I've even rewritten whole modules in bullet point bullet point things especially if it it's mostly a dungeon it works better that way but you can use that for a regular module too that's what I do find out what works like I said and you will be a game master, and if you pay attention to those things I've told you, you will be a better game master. I'm not saying I'm the be I'm the Yoda of role playing games, or the be all end all, but that's what I've learned. I want to pass that on to you. If you want to learn more about how I do it, find Michael E. Shea's Cyflourish uh, is the Lazy Dungeon Master and Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master. Very good advice, because I am a lazy dungeon master. Sometimes a little lazier than I like, but hey, there it is. Anyway, okay, I'm going to go start my day. So, until I talk to you people next time, and if you want to talk about anything, oh, please, give me give me an email over at oldmangrognard.gmail.com or drop me a voicemail at Anchor. I'm, 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 I'd love it. And we're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. You, too, can support this program, and I would thank you. And thank you, Jonathan and Oliver, for supporting me. Thank you very much, guys. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.